You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. We're well into 2021 and the team at ARI has been busy with research and extension. So in this ARI Snapshots podcast, ARI Director Hugh Becky is going to be providing us with an update on research outcomes from ARI, as well as a new paper he has authored on an agricultural weed assessment calculator, which can be used in Australia. So Hugh does join me now. How are you, Hugh? Good, Jess. Um, doing well, especially when we are finally seeing the light at the end of a pandemic tunnel with the increasing vaccination efforts. Yeah, and we've been lucky in Perth that we were able to obviously have the GRDC crop updates, which our agronomy team presented at, which we'll touch on in in a little bit. But yeah, we've been really lucky that... the, the research at ARI hasn't been too much affected. Obviously, it has been tricky getting uh, some of our people over from overseas. We usually do have PhD candidates who come over or postdoc people who come over and work with ARI, and that's been a bit tricky. But we've been relatively unaffected, which has been great, and we've got lots of great research that's in the works and uh, published papers that have been coming out. So we last caught up on the podcast, Hugh, with you last July, and we provided a bit of a summary on RE5 which uh, wrapped up what happened in that project. And uh, you also gave an overview of RE6, which is a project we're currently in. And it's the next phase for RE. It's a new five-year project. And so, Hugh, I just wanted to ask you if you could give an overview of what the RE team has been up to in terms of research recently. Sure. Well, all the RE team members are ramping up research work on the RE6 GRDC project which focuses on better understanding and managing metabolic or non-target site resistance in winter and summer weeds across the country. Recently, Shin Yu, who leads our resistance gene discovery and resistance mechanism program in conjunction with fellow colleague He Ping Han, highlighted the discovery of a metabolic gene in annual ryegrass that confers resistance to five herbicide modes of action across seven different chemistries. But stay tuned to a pending announcement from her research program related to a unique resistance mechanism involving glyphosate that will open the door for a deeper and better understanding of non-target site herbicide resistance. Roberto Busi, who leads our program for identifying herbicide technology solutions for new herbicide-resistant biotypes, agronomic and ecological factors impacting herbicide efficacy and resistance evolution and spread, in conjunction with fellow RE scientist Danica Goggin, is busy screening hundreds of grower populations of various weed species for resistance to a number of standalone or mixture treatments to discern their resistance profiles. Included in the screening work are recently introduced or pending herbicides with new modes of action for annual ryegrass and other important weed species. Overall, Roberto takes a very proactive approach to determine the risk of weeds developing resistance to these new mode of action herbicides and best management practices to sustain their utility and longevity. His recent publications have highlighted the unforeseen value of herbicide mixtures or sequences in controlling existing resistant weed populations. Our weed agronomist, Mike Ashworth, recently spoke at the Greens Research Updates in Perth and elsewhere on his research related to integrated weed management in canola and weed adaptation in response to intensive weed control. Yassine Khalil, a postdoc working with Mike, recently published a paper documenting the first glyphosate-resistant capeweed population globally, which originated in WA. 
Yassine is currently working on how best to integrate pasture phases in current grain cropping systems for sustainable weed management. And finally, Michelle Owen, who leads our resistance surveillance program, was very busy late last year surveying 700 paddocks across WA as part of the National 2020 Survey Project. I was able to join her for one week, after which I needed a much needed rest. <laughs> In addition to RE staff members, we have a number of honors, masters, and PhD students working on projects ranging from fundamental to applied aspects of herbicide resistance. For example, Bowen Zhang recently spoke at the Grains Research Update in Perth on Group H resistant wild radish. Before that event, Ari successfully hosted the annual Crop Protection Forum in conjunction with our partners CCDM and CSER with presentations and discussion panel covering updates on herbicide, fungicide, and insecticide resistance, as well as management strategies and tactics. For me, I have been busy coordinating the RE6 project, doing a lot of writing and developing curriculum and lectures for the newly launched Master of Agricultural Science IPM specialization at UWA with three core IPM units. First one is IPM principles led by Theo Evans, second IPM ecological led by Martin Barbetti and IPM practical, which is led by myself. This past Monday, I had the honor of giving the opening presentation at a virtual symposium entitled Herbicide-Resistant Crops, the Solution to Herbicide-Resistant Weeds, held at the annual Western Society of Weed Science. My talk was entitled How Herbicide-Resistant Crops Can Contribute to Integrated Weed Management, where I outlined the impact of HR wheat, barley, canola, and lentil on IWM in Australia. So I guess... Um, that, in a nutshell, Jess, is what basically the RE team is up to in terms of research in the last uh, three to six months. Yeah, there's been lots going on. And you mentioned uh, you've seen Khalil's work on glyphosate-resistant capeweed, and that paper is out and the RE Insight is out. So if you haven't read that yet, you can go onto the RE website and check that out. I'll link it in the podcast notes as well. And you did tease some research coming out of Chin Yu's program as well. And I just spoke with her yesterday and she said that research paper should be coming out in the next couple of months. So we'll definitely be able to give you a lot more information on that exciting research soon. And Hugh, you've also been busy. Obviously, you mentioned you're writing quite a lot of research as well, and you've had uh, some papers published too, one of which is the Agricultural Weed Assessment Calculator, an Australian evaluation paper. Let's talk a little bit about this paper. We are going to be writing an RE Insight on this in the near future too. Could you just give us the overview of what the intention was behind developing this Agricultural Weed Assessment Calculator? The inspiration behind the calculator was the GRDC tender issued last year on wheat species for potential research investment. That is, how can we objectively prioritize emerging weed species that may pose significant future costs to grain growers and thus targeted for a GRDC investment with maximum dividends? So we have a tool for risk assessment of invasive species, but not one for agricultural weeds. So myself, Michelle Owen, Catherine Borger from DPERT, Gurjeet Gill from the University of Adelaide, and Michael Witterick from Queensland Department of Agriculture and Fisheries got together to develop such a tool. Yeah, great. And there are 20 key weeds featured in this calculator. Obviously, there's lots of different weeds that are problematic, but these are the 20 that were chosen because you can't obviously have every weed. There's too many. How did you decide what weeds to include? First of all, we included annual ryegrass as the control species since it is our most important weed. 
The other 19 weeds were either established already or considered as emerging or becoming troublesome in one or more states across the country. Yeah, right. That makes sense. And what exactly are you measuring when using this calculator? Uh, Based on 10 questions, we estimate a weed's current abundance and economic impact using existing available information and expert opinion. The calculator can be used locally, regionally, by state, by grain cropping region, for example, Western, Southern, Northern, or even nationally. So there's a lot of flexibility there. And, you know, anyone from a grower way up to a scientist, I think, are able to use this tool fairly easily to just to see if they're interested in assessing a certain weed that may they may be interested in and see how it ranks. Yeah, okay, great. And so how do you hope this calculator will be used then? How can people access it and utilise it? We hope that all stakeholders in the grains industry, from growers to agronomists to policymakers, look over the calculator and see if they agree with the ratings. They could even try out their favourite weed not included in this initial assessment and see where it falls. This feedback will help to refine and improve the calculator. As with any new tools, software, hardware, or technology in general, they usually have a few flaws when first launched with hopefully improved newer versions after significant road testing. Well, I will link the paper. The paper is currently on the RE website, but I will link it in the podcast notes as well so people can read the paper in full and get a really good idea of what it's all about. But Hugh, thank you so much. You've given a really great overview of where RE is at at the moment. And yeah, it feels crazy that we're already now in March, but yeah, great to be able to catch up with you to provide that really uh, extensive overview, really, because there's lots going on, isn't there? There is, and um, certainly my pleasure to uh, talk to uh, stakeholders about uh, what Ari is up to. Yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast.